Right, I feel like I, I feel like I've got it this time. Yeah, what, are you, what are you listening to? Um, Alex Perez, Keep Hosha, and New Zealand. Oh yeah, that is that is a banger. That is a banger of a set. Yeah, I just love. I, my favorite bit is that strategy tune, the uh, drum and bass one. It's like the first drum and bass tune in the set, and it's fucking killer. It's visages, I think. It's not out yet, then. Nah, it's not coming up to twenty twenty two. Apparently. Have you been onto Have you been onto Visage's case and be like, "Oi, come on, guys, I've done... send me the dubs." Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, definitely not. I don't really know him like that. But if I did, I fucking would be. That's for sure. <laughs> give me all your Give me all your dubs. No, I managed to bag um, Sesco's new EP on nineteen eighty five, and it's fucking sick. Really sick. Did he? Did he? What? Did he pop through and and send that, or did he? Uh... Um, we were chatting. Fuck, I can't remember what we were chatting about. I remember I sent him, I sent him diamonds, I think, and he was like, "Yeah, this is fat." And then he sent me uh, one of the dubs off the EP, and then I sent him the rest of this EP, and then he sent the whole other shit, and it's got like one forty on there as well, and it's just yeah, it's really damn sick to be fair. They proper got, 985 vibes. Proper vibes. Yeah, got that. Uh, there's that co- MV collab as well, right? That's the one I've been playing out. Yeah, so sick. Boom, 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 boom. It's literally like fucking minimal jump up. That's what I love. Minimal jump up. Oh, careful. <laughs> minimal jump up. <laughs> I don't want to call in the new genre. I mean, that is what uh, that is what overview is, isn't it? Minimal jump up. I mean, you didn't start becoming a real label until you released around me, like, just saying. Cl- Clinical invented minimal jump up. Clinical is overview. Clinical is Peter's paycheck. <laughs> oh, yeah, careful. Maybe you're, maybe you're seen to be as well. I mean, Azir wasn't too bad. I think this EP will do all right as well. LSD will literally be the favourite. Um, it's just like, I'm looking at it like a three a three track EP because Diamonds... I mean, I've heard people mix Diamonds already, which is quite sick. But I, I wouldn't like... I don't know. What, I don't know, what do you think about it? It's not like the most dj tune. What? Diamonds? Yeah. I think it is because it's got it's it's very like DJ structured tune really like 16, yeah, I mean, 32 follows, you can double into Dusky's verse can't you which could sound pretty sick I just let it roll out when I play it Emma Emma has been uh, Emma was playing it a bit not that I haven't to be honest to be honest I haven't I haven't mixed in in quite a while so uh, I haven't even actually had a chance to to properly mix it yet. Um, haven't really either um, my last gig was really like intense so I didn't play it I was like playing before break and friction so you, d- you played a gig and you didn't play it <laughs> see this is what I mean this is this is a problem you've literally just like you've literally just answered your own question 
even though as a producer you produced it yourself and it's a really big tune your your biggest new it tune on UKF tune. and you didn't even play it at the gig i'm 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 Mate. upset and appalled <laughs> you shouldn't have told me this i'm really i'm really i'm really disappointed now Mate, I was passing the headphones over to Break and Fiction, and I was like, the the whole set. Basically, no, I was playing with Tom. That was the main problem. Oh, uh, right, so, okay. Yeah. No, you don't need to me, say anymore. He was going Foghorn Central, right? And like, yes. And you're like, oh, I can't play this pansy, soulful, like introspective I can't play this liquid gay, track. This gay shit, man. I can't play this. Uh... I can't play this. I can't play this stuff. With, uh, talking about feelings, people don't want to feel in the crowd. They just want to like. They just want the drop, and they just want to go. Wah, basically. Yeah, I mean, it was it was the first <laughs> rave back, so I felt kind of pressured to go a bit heavy. You should have ended on it. You should have. I, I tell you what. I, re- I I have always sometimes found when playing that you if you do switch it up with a with a liquid track like that, like I think it can have a nice I, well, I think it does i think it has a nice pacing to it because i think that's the problem with a lot of sets sometimes is that you do just go like full on 150 miles per hour when are we live <laughs> yeah we might we, we might have been, we might have been yeah what <laughs> sorry this is this has been this has been one of my little naughty uh <laughs> this has been one of my little naughty things to do to people. I'm really sorry. Yeah, oh we have been. God. I've literally not been censoring everything I've been saying. <laughs> oh no! See, look, like, this is what this is the problem. It's fine. Don't worry. People are not going to cancel you. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. We're good. Well, the reason the reason yeah, that I've done this is I, I I always quite like the like the idea of kind of like taking people a little bit off guard before <laughs> before they're... Because I think you've got to have a good, like, natural flowing conversation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. 100%. And... Let me <laughs> share the business real quick. This is where this is where we do actually need to, like, do some actual thing. Do some actual proper promoting. I'll tell you what, I will, I will, I will wind it out back because as I've now, uh, I've now pranked Dom got pranked, and we are actually live. Uh, that I will have a proper introduction for everyone because I think that would be nice. <laughs> cancel Dan. Dan Patches just said cancel, cancel, operate. <laughs> it's you didn't you didn't say anything too bad. I don't think. Although you did you did tell you did tell us all that you didn't play diamonds at your last gig. So I I may cancel operate for that because I know that is I'm that upset. Bad behavior, to be honest. <laughs> It's the best tune I've made in a while, but it just didn't suit the vibe. <laughs> what do you mean? It was a drum and bass rave. It was a drum and bass rave. Like, it, this is this is like you like. How could it not fit the vibe? Like that's what I don't. <laughs> that's what I don't understand. You're playing it, at a drum and bass night. When, yeah, it was when me, me and Tom stepped up, and I think uh, yeah, it was like yeah, it was just before break, and Tom opened with his new. Is step back tune, oh, you know, God. with Sub Zero, so that set for sure. <laughs> um, but it fucking, it fucking went off though, yeah. and I was like, right, it's time to, time to keep up with the boy. Do you know what I'm saying? I oh, know, yeah. I tell you what, I've, I've actually been, I've actually been finding this issue a little bit with uh, play DJing with Ollie sometimes because we've been like doing a couple of sets like 
uh, back to back, like getting booked as a as an overview uh, overview double act. Yeah. And Ollie obviously <laughs> Ollie has like some very big like jump uppy corny dubs that they go they do go off they do go off I can't like I can't deny but then that's I I've, I do play it but then I, like sometimes I've caught myself a bit like no I need to be playing overview I need to be playing I need to be playing the songs that I'm releasing sort of like mentality and then it can be a little bit like I, but then I think maybe some people would actually find that interesting because then the set does have a little bit of a like I'll purposely try to bring the try to bring it back down to like the the overview tech and like minimal stuff. Whereas then he's like then back with the back with the more and like it's like a bit of a battle back and forth between us. Um which yeah, which I, I, I think I think can work. I think it can work. Sometimes it can maybe it can be a bit all yeah. over the show. I think it yeah, some some back to backs I guess they're a bit like of a mishmash, but if you're so I think you and Ollie would be quite well matched because, yeah, he does bring sort of the higher energy stuff and you can bring it back down. And it's where you meet in the middle, I guess, is the best. is where you can have some of the best sets ever. And I think that's what happened, uh, what was it, last Saturday? Or the Saturday before? Uh, when we played at Enter in Bournemouth and literally it was Tom obviously going quite heavy and he's quite out there with his production. And I was like, I guess... He was like li- li- playing tunes that I could sort of vibe well off of, and I was playing tunes that he could. So where we met in the middle, it was a really good set all together, and we got a lot of like good compliments about it. And to be honest, we tried to practice it before, but it's just every time we I like because he came down to Bournemouth for the day, and we kept practicing, but it just kept going to shit. And we were like, "Fuck it, we'll just do it. We'll just do it when we're there. We'll do it when we're there." And luckily, it was really good. So we're quite pleased about that. Yeah, we we were. Someone was. They were talking about this whole like planning set things over like just winging it freestyle. You do just tend to wing it then, or you you're not. Are you a set planner, or you or a set winger, or half and half? I plan. I definitely plan the first ten minutes or so because generally when I'm playing, I'll feel. Obviously, if, if it's like a big night or whatever, I'll be quite nervous. So I feel like if I know what I'm doing the first 10 minutes and then, you know, when you like start mixing, your nerves just go away sort of thing. And then you sort of feed feed off like what's going on and the crowd and everything. Um, but yeah, I don't, I couldn't plan a whole set because, you know, you could start playing it and it's just not going well at all, depending on the night you're on. So it's good <laughs> to be able to you know tailor your set to what the crowd are feeling but then but then that's the say that's then the danger that you get of like you have all this stuff to play and then you want to play it but then you just because you then get the reaction of the big tracks that you end up just still just you you know playing all this stuff you want to like take people on a journey or have this kind of like more introspective music or or whatever and then you just end up playing all the big bangers because that's what gets like the crowd jumping like i think that can be <laughs> you'll be like oh wow yeah, like <laughs> it's all gone off i'm definitely a bit guilty of that i mean if the crowd are going in and the set before you was pretty hard as fuck you feel a little bit pressured to uh sort of meet that level sort of thing hmm. 
But I guess, yeah, that's something that I need to figure out coming back to gigs now, because obviously I've got bookings coming up where I'm playing on lineups that aren't necessarily, you know, notions or diamonds sort of thing. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens when I slip in these tunes. But you see, that's where you got to test, no, your, test, test your audience. Well, literally, the next time you have a set, just picture me standing behind you, looking at you, looking at you, selecting that USB going, oh, should I play diamonds or should I not? Is this really the right time should to play, play diamonds? Should I play diamonds or should I play around me? <laughs> VIP. <laughs> but I think you'd be surprised. I think you'd be surprised, like how how nice of a reaction uh, you would get. I'd, I'd like to think. Anyway. I think it would be perfect to end the set with. But uh, me and Tom had planned to end the set on seti three, which is obviously our collab on Shogun, and that is pretty like liquid and atmospherical. And all you could you should you should have so. doubled it. You should have doubled it. That could have. They is that the same key or would that work? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's, de- it's definitely not the same key. You know. Well, it's all right. A little bit of key clashing has no, never hurt anyone, other than maybe there, no, there especially is. Especially when, yeah. Uh, I just, uh, well, I will give a, uh, a nice hello to everyone that is watching right now. Uh, we've got we've got a few people inside. Hello, hello to people of the internet. Uh, yeah, we're we're just doing like a little bit of an interview today, or with Mr. Dom Operate here. Who, for those that don't know, just to get just to get my like promotional plug in, uh, that he's got an EP that is actually out tonight at midnight, uh, which is the LSD EP. So obviously, I had to get him on on this show and ask him pointless questions. If anyone does have any questions for Dom, anything that they would like to to know, uh, now is your chance. How long? Answer every question. How many times he cleans his kitchen every 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 month? What what red wine? Red wine? Red wine? He's drinking right now. What were you drinking right now? Kai, you're drinking a nice a nice glass of red. That's very sophisticated. Were we live when we were talking about kitchens? We we were, but no one could hear you. So thankfully, uh, and, and that video has now gone oh off the God. off the internet. Don't worry. But do you know, what? I'm actually really I'm actually really gutted that is not on the internet now because that was just quality conversation right right there. What 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 ready what ready are you drinking? Come on, I I want to I want to wine snob you. I want to see if uh... I'm drinking um, Argentinian Malbec. That's a lovely choice. That's actually a lovely choice. I'm, I'm actually, you've gone, you've gone really, you've gone quite up in my estimations right there. I'm a, I'm a connoisseur. I'm a connoisseur. <laughs> love, a, I love, I love a bit of, uh, I love a nice, I love a nice mal, mal back in the evening. So that, see, very sophisticated yeah, setting, nice. settings a really nice vibe there. So if, if anyone else yeah. is, is out there and wants to like join us, crack open a glass of, of lovely red wine. Um... And, and yeah, we'll just we'll get we'll get on and we'll we we'll do a little bit of talking. And uh, we we did uh, we did have one question here from uh, from Necky from Miss, Mr. Oliver Underhill, who wants to ask what the word scont means to you. <laughs> I mean, scont means a lot of things to me. Like I I consider it a mantra of when I'm entering a new situation and I want to walk in there, you know, with strict confidence i just say sconce to myself and it makes me think of charlie because 
he is what you know the epitome of amazing so yeah i just say to myself scont when i'm about to go into like a job interview or go into the <laughs> shop to buy some chocolate or anything really or, or just, getting up scont. in front of a, on a stage when you're about to play a set maybe and you just know. screaming it on the mic just to get the crowd ready <laughs> <laughs> I can I can understand why I can understand why you know he's a he's an incredible human being so he is. well he's, he's up there. that that word really does mean a lot to you then obviously it's um, gone it's gone <laughs> uh, give a good shout out to Ollie while we're here as well because Ollie's a fucking legend Oliver what Mister Necky yeah definitely yeah he's big up big guy. up big up Ollie I mean, we're gonna be I think we're seeing him soon. We got a we got a show in Leeds. I think he's coming along to the to the Overview London show as well. Uh, Critical X Overview. Yes, I think he is. Yeah. Which I've heard. That's I've heard you sick. might be playing. I heard you might be playing that. Which. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be absolutely banging. Yeah, I think I think it, it's very close to selling out. So if anyone, I'm 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 sorry that I'm going to do my Mister Salesman bit and like be plugging stuff already. But if you haven't bought a ticket yet, come along. You're going to be back to back with uh, with Rizzle, aka John. Yeah, worst DJ on the planet. <laughs> Cl- clangs his own tunes live on air. <laughs> sorry, John. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm saying that now because I can uh-huh. see him chatting shit in the chat. Oh no, really? He's trying to give it, is he? Yeah, he's chatting shit. I can see him now. Uh, we've yeah, got John's an alright DJ. He's alright. Nah, to be, to be fair, I've seen I've seen John play some very good sets. Uh, he also has he also has a knack of being able to drink quite a lot and kind of still hold it together <laughs> for his set, and then it all just goes downhill afterwards. Less said about that, the better. Uh, we we do have a we do have a real question here, uh, which is from Morgan. Big up to Morgan, and he actually asks, "What is it like producing with Rizzle?" I, I, we will we will try to make this the operate interview. We're not just going to keep on going on about John. I don't I know that like. You know, you you're your own person, but but what is it like? What is it like producing with with, with Rizzle? Really amazing, like it's <laughs> a whole experience. You really have to be there. Um, no, but on a real though, producing with John was really good. Um, obviously, back in the day, so when we first started, I think of you. I mean, I think we talked about this in the last interview, but that was at the start of me sort of delving down this new path. So. I remember John was out at a night that I think either me or Claudia played out, I can't remember. Um, and he was, we walked back together and we were both quite pissed. And I was like, oh, we should make a tune together, blah, blah. And I showed him the first sketch of Think of You and he, he really liked it. And then I think maybe a couple of weeks later, I sent him the stems or whatever. And I think the best thing about our collabs together is that like, um, at least for a couple of tunes on the EP, I would sketch out the whole vibe sort of thing and John would really like bring it together at the end and add all the sort of, you know... Rizzly uh, bits. Yeah, (laughs) all this sizzly fucking metallic shit that he does so well. (laughs) And um, yeah, it's just, he's really easy to work with because if I did send him half an idea and he liked it, I know that tune would pretty much be done. So yeah, it was good. Easy working with him and the EP came together. Apart from obviously, like, there was a space between each tune being quite long because we didn't realise we were working on an EP at the time. The tunes themselves individually came together quite fast, and I think that's because we had quite a good flow together. 
Okay. Have you got, have you got anything like like more like in the works with John, or have you not really sort of like looked at that since? Because when the EP wasn't uh, the EP was out a w- little while ago now, but it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. Time just doesn't know, make a lot of sense. Lockdown, yeah. Lockdown yeah. Has changed the fabric of time and space. Um, <laughs> we we've discussed it a lot, and I have sent him a couple half sketches here and there on SoundCloud, like you know, private share. Has he has he done that standard producer thing where he's just aired your messages and been like, or been like, yeah, yeah, man, I'll I'll have a look at these, and then you've not heard anything back. Is that what ha- is that what happened? Is that what's happened, John? Is that what's happened? <laughs> Luckily not. I think that only happens when he hit ten k followers. Uh, right. Okay. I think he's pushing that now. I think he is getting close. He'd be like, oh, you're just me, me and John are racing at the minute. How many? How many have you got, and how many has he got? Who's uh, are you? I think you're. I think. I think, you, I think you've got more. I think you've got more than he does. At one point, he had more than me, and then I was just like blagging it and blagging it on all those meme pages, like post my shit, post my shit. <laughs> and obviously, when he posts on them, you obviously get a learn, harvest a lot of followers from them guys. But yeah, see, that's where you're going wrong. It's where you're going wrong there, John. You need to be on more meme pages. That's how you get. That's how you get Literally. the clout these days. Yeah, first one's 10k. We'll we'll just not talk to each other. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. We'll, we'll, let's we'll start it today. We'll do the uh, we'll do the John versus Dom first one to 10k challenge. Uh, we'll do it. Who, I tell you what. Whoever whoever gets whoever gets to 10k first, I will donate. I'll do, donate a hundred pound to a charity of your choice. Either yours, either yours or Dom. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to be good to that now. And and hopefully it to the charity of Domiskint. Domiskint, yeah, I was gonna say like a hundred pounds of charity. <laughs> yeah, <I'm gonna> <laughs> give give me the money. <laughs> what other questions have we got? I I, I actually had a, I actually had a question just just on the on the Rizzle on the Rizzle subject. If that's all right, sorry to anyone that has asked another question. If you have more, got more questions, please feel free to ask. Is there anything you really don't like about John? Like, is there one thing that you think that like? He really needs to change or, you know, something about about him that just really kind of, you know, really grinds your gears. Anything, like, in particular? Yeah, you know what? Now you fucking said it. <laughs> well, uh, no, it. actually, no, no problems whatsoever because we have, yet, we have yet to play a club night together. But I know that if he's pulling any of the shit that he's done with you guys... And he misses his set. That'll be pretty jarring. But you know, we'll see. I think he's a changed man nowadays. I think he's a changed man. Well, you got you guys had a really good time at the. You did play the uh, the overview show last time. Yeah, that was really good crack. Actually, I just wish I didn't get so drunk. Yeah, I think you regretted that decision uh, <laughs> the next I was day. So so ill the next day. So <laughs> Stranded in Brighton. Oh, it's just the worst feeling ever, being kicked out of the hotel and being like, fuck, we just have to live this existence now. Where, where, where else can we see you playing? Uh, or where, what other gigs have you got lined up? I mean, I'm just going to ask that that standard question, but it's good to give a little plug to some events. Okay. Um, in Leeds, in Leeds, in September, I'm playing in Leeds. Okay. Uh, September the... September there's something I'm playing in Leeds and another September 3rd of September so I had a list but I don't have it on me 
3rd of September, I'm playing at Shogun at Steel Yard. Uh, then there's a Leeds, Leeds gig two weeks after that. And then October's chill. And then November, I've got four gigs. And that they are in Birmingham, Brith, Guildford. Guildford, maybe. I don't know. That might be a bit of you. I'm not sure. Um, Bristol and Brighton. And that's Damn. what I've got a lot. So you're far. playing in Brighton? We, we, are you playing at one of the multifunction nights? Is that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, got, it was meant to be in August. Well, no, July. July it was. With yes. DLR and Document Wombo got rescheduled because of Boris. So now it's in November. There we go. All right. Well, that, that, there you go. That's where you can see operate in the in the in the next coming months. We do have a few overview shows uh, happening. Uh, I had to. What what are the questions have we had since the since that Rizzle one? Have you, can you see them on your end? Yeah, I can. Quite a few. Um, <laughs> how many Reeses do you make a month? <laughs> well, wow. Well, sit down, children. Whatsoever. Literally, not enough. The funny thing is, is on this on this EP, every single tune has a Reese in it, or the Reese is like a central part to the tune. Like LSD is the only one that obviously has that like whack whack whack. But so that again, that, sorry, how does it go? Reese. Whack whack whack. Whack whack whack. Okay, right. No, yeah, there you go. Whack whack whack. Sample yeah, that. Yeah, Someone that, sample that. Turn it into a Reese. That's how you karaoke LSD next time you go out. Yeah. Um, LSD has that dirty synth, but guess what? It bounces straight back to a Reese, so... <laughs> so how, ma- how many do you reckon you make a month, averagely? <laughs> I mean, every fucking sketch that I make has a Reese in it, so <laughs> I don't know. 15 a month? Wow, there you go. Something you sh- like that. You should have you, do- have you done an Operate Reese sample pack yet? Just Reese's? Yes. Nothing else but Reese's? Yes. Sort of, yeah. I did a, I actually did a sample pack for um by the producer. Yes. Um, it was a collaboration one with like T ninety five, manual and thread. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. To be honest, most of my base submissions were were Reese based. So <laughs> don't at me. So there you go. If if you would like uh, an operate Reese, you now know where to go get one. What other questions have we had since then? Sorry if you're doing my job. I, I clicked off of the, the chat on my phone and... I found another. For how long have you been processing vocals so well and make them fit so well in the mix? I guess the question is aiming Rizzle as well. Um, aim it at me because John doesn't know how to produce. So basically, <laughs> when you want to make a tune, when you're processing vocals... I mean, John... Feel free to type your shit in, John, if you're watching. Uh, <laughs> He's left now. Uh, He's left. We've given oh, it to no, I don't know. I don't know. Fuck John. <laughs> Fuck you, John. No, I love you. I do. I love you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> processing vocals. So I basically use the same thing on every set of vocals, but then I just take change the degree of such processing depending on the tune. So I put. Um, OTT on the vocals because that instantly makes them sound sick as fuck that over compressed vibe uh, Isotope vocal doubler which is free from the Isotope website um, and then some Valhalla vintage verb which I, I think a lot of people are familiar with now it's just the sickest set of reverb plugins you can own um, 
and yeah, I just sort of mess about within those three plugins to sort of get the fit that I want, depending on the tune. And you're all gravy. There you go. That's how you. Uh, that's how you make good vocals in songs. <laughs> I hope that's. I hope that's answered. Answered it. We do. We do have a. I. I I've got one question here, which is, uh, what is it? What is it like working with Overview? That's. Uh, is that a question? That is a question. That is a question. <laughs> I just heard Emma laughing in the background. Yeah, I can hear her laughing. Sorry. Sorry. Who asked that? That was Claudia, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you can be br- you can be brutally you can be brutally honest, Dom. You, we can we can we can bear this all online if you want to like. If you want to make make our face crying in the background. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? It is it is difficult in a good way because. Obviously, uh, with Diamonds, there was a lot of, like, external encouragement, shall we say, <laughs> to make the tune better. That is a very political and way I feel of like, that. I mean, I, I think because of where I work, I've learned a lot of diplomacy, so. <laughs> uh, when, when making that tune, obviously, there was a lot of stuff going on, and I think after everything, it came out as best as it could be. And, yeah, I'm, I'm quite grateful for that. Uh, because obviously when you have worked on something for so long, it's easy to sort of have like blinkers on in terms of when you're making your own song that, you know, it might be missing this and that. And if you've been listening to it for so long, you can't really hear what it might be lacking and stuff like that. Um, but like in terms of like, you know, working with you guys as a whole, obviously it's amazing. Like you have a lot more of a, camaraderie between you and the label guys which is obviously something that doesn't happen all the time if you're working with a huge label you know they're a bit of a commercial enterprise so it's very businessy it's quite professional and it's nice to have a personal touch with it so yeah you know it's it's a nice experience it's always jolly (laughs) and we have loads of jokes so i love it really i suppose that's i suppose that's the kind of thing of like the you know there's pros and cons to to both methods and I guess maybe sometimes with the kind of like personal side of things, you know, that can then bring its own, you know, bring its own potential challenges, especially if there's like, you know, because, you know, obviously like saying like sort of seeing differently on on certain things or obviously like our job to try and like push people as, as much as we can. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a fine balance. But I think, you know, I think we've we've really got there with this, like the... <laughs> we're still we're still friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I haven't I haven't ma- I haven't made you quit and give up just yet. <laughs> no, not just yet. Not just yet. I'm close. <laughs> he, he challenged me. So I, 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 mean, I hope this was a, a crazy ass release. To be fair, but I feel like it's like been a momentous thing. So well, I t- you like you, you say that actually. I mean, it is. Because I mean, for 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 anybody that's listening that that doesn't know, and I'm, I'm trying try not to like completely bore you, and and I know this co- whole conversation is like a lot of people uh, are fed up with it now. But we, you actually you contracted COVID like just as we were kind of on in the final stages of getting it together, like when it was like 
deadline uh, yeah. to like. It get... was honestly the. <laughs> it was the worst timing of all time. Like I remember, I was like sick as fuck, and I was like bedridden and shit. And it was like the first day that I felt a bit better, and I was like walking around the house and shit. And you rang me like, no, you messaged me like, can we have a chat? And I was like, oh yeah, of course, mate, no problem. <laughs> And then you were like, yeah, uh, blah, 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 blah. Diamonds, I think, needs a bit more, blah, blah. And I was like, shit. <laughs> I don't really know how to comprehend this right now because I've literally just learnt to stand up and not feel sick for the first time. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, bad timing. Bad timing as fuck. I mean, yeah, can't really say anything else about that. But... It did, it, we managed to do it, so that's the main <laughs> I thing. I mean, I, that's what I mean. I can't believe, like, yeah, now thinking back, I mean, like you're saying, when we we obviously needed some of the, or wanted, to, like, diamonds with the changes, you were just really still just in the sort of thick of it with, with getting COVID to obviously then need to get everything. I think even even a couple of things, obviously we still haven't got it mastered yet and stuff. And then, and then what happens? I go and get COVID, uh, like... Yeah. <laughs> To... I reckon you caught it through diamonds. No, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't. Because obviously we did the video shoot. Because yeah, you obviously couldn't come for the video shoot because you were ill. And then, yeah, I think I think it was about a week later after the after the shoot. So then obviously then I've yeah then then it's obviously because then it because obviously it's moved from obviously like the tracks to then the release itself and. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and like and I've I've had a I've had a I've had an awful I've had an awful month uh, and was you know I was really sick for 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 a couple of weeks and yeah that's really kind of uh, it's been really hard because again like you, that's the thing with the label is like uh, you can't stop like like with the way you know with the with you in the release like you probably were like oh, I just don't I can't like I said I almost can't do this right now because I feel so ill yeah. and like your 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 mental capacity to take it all on and and I've I certainly went through that like it was a real yeah real real struggle to kind of like get up get out of bed <laughs> you know and do it um yeah man it was the worst timing and obviously we were quite pushed for time anyway mm. um it's just yeah it's it's quite I underestimated it for sure but yeah, it's just, you know, when you've got people like saying, can you do this? Can you do that? When you're feeling a bit ill, you're like, fuck me. I don't know if I can, to be fair. But then, you know, you've got that deadline. So you're like, I need to fucking do it. Mm. It needs to happen. And and we have. We've, put, we've pushed, we've pushed, pushed through it. And I think we've, we've, exactly. <laughs> we've covered, we've done it all. We've managed to get it all out there. And it just goes to show what you can, what you can do with, uh, even with in a difficult sort of situation, um, we've made the cure. We've made we yeah. We've also made the cure for COVID as well, which is uh, which is the LSD. By listening to this release, yeah. If you go to Spotify at midnight or uh, buy it from Beatport, it will actually cure you and make you immune to getting coronavirus. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Have we have we have we had any more questions? Uh, yeah. Um, we hang on. Is that plant okay? Is that plant in the background no, real? That is, is that a real plant? I think it's real. <laughs> I mean, it is real. It does exist in in space it's and there. time. 
I, you know, it is it, there. It, yeah, it's not an illusion. So we'll, we'll go with that. It is there. Uh, we, we've had to operate, operate half, my... half my children. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll be honest. I think operate is a taken man right now. So my girlfriend is in the chat, so I can't say so... anything. But I'll DM yeah. you later. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure something can be uh, something can be raised. Uh, this someone... is a really good question. When is the North Americans overview tour? Uh, when the world is uh, back open and things are allowed to exist again, uh, yeah, I don't think any any I haven't seen anyone go to America at the moment. I mean, they're they're now they're now in the thick of it with their. Sorry, everyone's talk about coronavirus, but they're now in the thick of it with their like Delta variant shit going on. So they're not really open. I would love, I would love, we, we would love to come to America. I like, that is definitely like a massive ambition to get over there. I think America is just an, a completely nuts place uh, that I would love to see more of. Uh, so yeah, any Americans in the, in the, in the chat or any Americans watching, we, we, we are hopefully going to do it. We, we are going to be going to, we are going to be going to New Zealand, uh, hopefully, which, uh, which is like the second home of drum and bass, but. There'll be a there'll be a little bit more about that coming soon. We need to like cross some T's and dot some I's. And invite some operates. <laughs> yeah, where's my invite? I want to come to New Zealand. We'll, ju we'll, ju we'll just book every we'll just book everybody, or, or maybe everyone on the overview roster will all go move to New Zealand, uh, and then we can just do tours all year round. Just tour the just tour it yeah. around. Easy. <laughs> Uh, so someone has asked, "Will there be a Badman Ting VIP in the future?" <laughs> no, there will not. <laughs> You've let so many people Ryan. down here, Dom. You want to be edgy and you want to sign to Overview and you want to be cool, and like you know, where's the Badman I mean, Ting VIP, mate? If you knew <laughs> what Badman Ting was, <laughs> you'd be hoping there wasn't a VIP. Can I? I'm gonna play it. Can I play it? Actually, no. Um, no. 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 It's basically it's on someone's um, Facebook account. It was like a music video that I took part in, and uh, so basically, I'll explain it. Okay, I was at college, and <laughs> when I went, I did a music technology BTEC, and one of the assignments was to film a music video. So what we did, me and my mates, we filmed a like grime video. I mean, if you know what where Sick. Salisbury is, gas. You know, there's no there's no grime in Salisbury, so it's obviously like not serious. <laughs> uh, but we filmed we filmed a grime video in Salisbury, and basically it was just us like roaming around Salisbury <laughs> in like really gully outfits, just screaming bars and shit, and like climbing up fucking buildings and that, and uh, <laughs> like fake fake beating up our mates like on camera just so we look hard as fuck. <laughs> And yeah, it's basically a grime tune that my mate Ed made, and uh, we were spitting bars for the whole thing. But my so this like MC in Salisbury posted it as a joke, but it kind of went viral, and everyone <laughs> thought it was real. <laughs> and everyone was like, "Oh my god, if I met these guys in the street, I'd beat them up." And blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm not actually like this. This is a joke." So yeah. You, so you were you were you were kind of like the Kurzweil massive or something like that, like yeah, it, 
It was the Curzel Massive, although I think the Curzel Massive were like they were legit. legit. They? Like they, yeah, they can were. You, can, legit. Can, can you remember your bars from from the Badman Ting video? Well, yeah, that's what's so funny about it. The only bar is Badman Ting. You just go Badman Ting, Badman Ting. Oh no, there is a second bar, Badman Ting with the bling to the bling, and then you just keep spitting that over and over again. But like, the more you shout it, the more intense it gets. Because, you know, it's grime. You're shouting. Too. You're aggressive. It is, does this still exist on the internet? Yes, it does. Is it on YouTube? It's on someone's Facebook account and it's got loads of likes. Oh, okay. So it's not It's not on YouTube. I can't, like... I can't find nah, it. No, no. Uh, well, I can send it to you later, I think. I would love, I would love, I would love to see this. Like this, this sounds like a work <laughs> of art. I mean... We, I mean who, it really was. I mean, we never knew the Salisbury had a grime scene, but now, now we do. I mean, you know. <laughs> it, it had the grime. It had a grime scene for about twenty minutes. <laughs> we got. But, we, I'll uh, tell you what, though. That obviously, I did that for for college. Yeah, I got a distinction on my project. So, <laughs> is it because they thought it was legit, or? I don't have a clue, but I'm just glad I got a distinction because it meant I went to uni. Wow, it just goes to show, like the 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 bar of entry for that BTEC that year must have been pretty low then, really. If if that was if that what if that's managed to pass, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a we, <laughs> we got a question here from Eastie Bur. Uh, that's a great name. I do I do like their name. Uh, what's your favourite cut of steak? I'm vegetarian, so oh um, oh, you just dropped the V bomb. I have big up the V gang. <laughs> I think it would have to be. I mean, there's they've not made like I guess they have made some substitutes and shit, but they don't. It just tastes whack. Uh, I guess they haven't done steak I'm too not well. Gonna, if I can say my favourite cut of steak is corn chicken nuggets, that's my answer. <laughs> My favorite kind of steak. How long? How long have you been a? How long have you been a vegetarian for? Um, since since twenty sixteen seventeen, I think. So yeah, four, four years ish. Wow, good effort. Yeah, it was sponsored by Claudia. Sponsored by Claudia. What kind of? What was it? What was the turning point for you? How come you you gave it up? Well, she was already veggie, and obviously when we ate out together, it was sort of like finding a compromise when we ate out and stuff. But I always wanted to because I used to be. My mum brought me up a veggie anyway, right. and then my so she met my stepdad when I was like fourteen, and then my stepdad was like cooking bacon. And bearing in mind, I've never seen or smelt bacon before. <laughs> he was like frying it up, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is that?" And he was like. <laughs> It's bacon. This my this my lad is like, bacon. <laughs> and literally, I was like, "Can I try a bit?" And he was like, "Fuck yeah!" And then basically that day, I became a meat eater for like six years. Right. And then after that, yeah, You're... I don't know. I just basically went off it and kept getting sick from like eating certain meat and stuff. And I thought, "Fuck it, I'll just go the full way." I mean, like meat and chicken, I had bad experiences with. Um, sorry, like pork and chicken. Mm. I never ate beef anyway. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to use this as a, like a catalyst to just quit. 
but fish though i fucking rate fish so i miss it i miss it quite a lot you do you don't eat you don't well i suppose no you're proper veggie you don't eat fish even i don't want to be like i mean you can't eat fish anyway but i don't want to be someone that like you know, flirts around with eating meat when they want because that means I'm just a hypocrite. So yeah, no, fair play. I, I mean, the thing is, I think people. Yeah, no. As be, to be fair, like I, I, I am one of these people that has been <laughs> eating meat a little bit. Like I've been trying to cut down a lot on it, um, and like trying to consciously do that. It can, it can be tough. It can be tough. Um, but you, I think people would be surprised, like how how good uh some of the like vegan or vegetarian alternatives are these days like they're really like it's really coming along like the chicken oh, yeah, and and well. like it's fucking legit like what the pitter in in brighton for instance like or well, literally that dan uh dan's just put that in the chat oh he did what was the what the pitter, the pitter. Mate, big, what big, the pitter is fucking sick. Big up to what the pitter. Uh, if, if if no one's had a what the pitter before, I highly recommend it. It's a uh, great like vegan vegan kebabs and yeah, unreal. Um, there we go. There Mate, go. A little bit fucking amazing. Someone someone definitely put their foot in it there, asking about steak. Or maybe they knew. I reckon that maybe they knew that you were a vegetarian. Not look. We're not we're not trying to get preachy on here. Like if if you want to eat meat, that's that's your own choice. I do, I do eat, eat meat still. Uh, Dan, Dan asks, uh, is that a sock hanging on your TV? No. What is it? What is it? Shut up, Emma. <laughs> it's a microfiber cloth that I use to wipe my TV, so it's spick and span. You, you, you do like to, you do like to clean. You don't like dust. Are you, you a bit OCD on the dust, maybe a little bit. Not like that, it's just there because, I don't know, like, every time you go to your TV, there's just random shit on it, and you're like, where did that come from? It's interfering with my Netflix experience, so you got to wipe that shit off. <laughs> you need to, it needs to be clean. I mean, it did look a little bit suspect. I can, I can see it, and it would be like, why have you got uh, a sock on, uh, a sock on your TV? It like a sock. It does look a little bit. It does look a little bit like a sock. Yeah, it, it does. To be fair, and no, it's not a wank sock. <laughs> Before anyone, uh, so someone asked me, Peter, what do you have for breakfast? Wow. Okay, this is uh, the questions are getting real, real serious today. Uh, I've been having a lot of smoothies uh, this 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 last week. Smoothie for breakfast. Very nice. Nice Very bit of nice. fruit. Uh, you know, toast, uh, like a bit of toast, peanut butter, or or some granola. I think usually that's usually my that's usually my go-to for breakfast. I've been trying to st steer clear of anything. What, what what about you? What you what about you, Dom? What's your what's your what's your morning routine? Uh, it depends. So if I'm feeling like I'm on an eating sort of day, I'll have like a avocado, smashed avocado on toast, oh, garlic granules, chili flakes all that good shit or like a with a fried egg or yeah i like having it in a panini roll from Lidl. slice it in half whack the avocado in there put on the toppings that i just said and then you can like fry up some halloumi and whack that on as well oh that is that's that is a way to start your day right there mate literally i made one uh so t95 when we made shit, i can't remember what tuna was now but he came down anyway and I made him one, and he was like fucking blown away. 
because obviously he doesn't eat veggies, so <laughs> I'm glad to open people's eyes. That's what that's what I mean. That's what you do. What 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 else what else is in your morning routine then? Like walk me through it. You you got any like particular rituals? Are you just to get up and grab your phone and look at that straight away, or are you trying to wean yourself off of that? Or I'm I'm pretty bad for looking at my phone first thing in the morning. <laughs> uh, I try to do obviously at bedtime. I try to cut it out. Um, but my morning routine, if I'm not obviously I'm off work at the moment, so it's pretty like. I'm just winging it most mornings, but my morning routine is usually bang a ginger shot. I don't know if you've ever had one, but they are fucking sick. They just get you rare in the go for the day. A ginger and they shot. Like stop. Yeah, you know, like ginger shots by like Moju or people like that. Have mm. you ever had one? No, no, no. I've never heard of this. So basically, you right. know, you can get like little shots from Moju that are like turmeric or like pressed. Uh, pressed fruit and stuff like that right. you can get pressed ginger shots and basically <laughs> it's just like loads of fucking clumps of ginger and they press all the juice out but ginger's got so many good like properties for the body and stuff like uh, it's it's an anti not anti it's like an alternative to caffeine for like you know like a, a to start your day sort of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's anti-nausea as well so if you're hanging, you can have a ginger shot and it stops you feeling sick. So it's such like my morning routine. I have one of them every morning, like first thing. And then by about 10 o'clock, I'll have like, you know, real food or like a tea or whatever. Right. That's yeah, interesting. Ginger shot, man. That's there the way go. to go. There I you just... go. I want to, I kind of, I kind of want one now. Um, I was, I was hey, thinking. I, I was thinking maybe we should, because I, I would, I would, I would quite like to do some sort of like food-related uh, overview content thing, like yeah, yeah, either yeah. do like a yeah, do some sort of like cooking with overview, cooking with overview, basically, and then we'll get like guest, uh, you know, get guest people on to like, so you would like come come to like our flat or something and cook us, uh, cook us a meal of your choice. And then we could like talk through it, maybe do like a little bit of a, have a little bit of an interview or whatever. Just something a bit different, I think. That'd be, I think. I think that sounds really good. I definitely know what I'd make. You what? You know what you should call it? What? Overeat. Overeat? Yeah. No. Over, over, <laughs> over, over food. That, it'll, like be over, Uber, it'll be over food. It'll be over food, surely. It'll be over food, surely. Would, would, yeah, would, overfood, overeat, overeats is good though. Overeats, no, because that that's that just that just kind of like curtail that kind of curtails like obesity and unhe- unhealthy eating. You don't want to overeat, do you? Really, that's not that's not good. I mean, I've been doing that since day one of lockdown, though. <laughs> so have I, and to be honest with you, I hasn't been doing. I've, I actually, I actually, I actually have had to. I've deleted. Uh, Deliveroo and like Uber Eats and all that off my phone because I just that's yeah. a sad life you now live. Well, it's I mean that's the problem. It's <laughs> like it's too easy and it is it does get expensive and it does uh, it, it's not the healthiest stuff as well. Deliveroo really like I mean you can get healthy stuff on there but you make it yourself it's so much easier, so much cheaper. Yeah, that's well. true. Says me. <laughs> yeah, says me having my dinner made for me right now. <laughs> yeah, it's so much easier to, to make food. Um, we've, we've got another question here from Tom Westy who says, uh, "What's your favourite Dan, Afghan Dan, or Dan Paget?" I know Afghan Dan is like some kind of grime person. 
So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to Paget because I know Paget more. What's your What's your best memory of Dan Paget? Um, I don't know if I should say. No, please do. This is a this is a this is a bare all interview. You can try and like censor the 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 naughty bits if you want. I don't know. <laughs> is that where, if that's where it's going, or or is it really emotionally Dan, deep? Wa- Dan, if you're watching, you have five seconds to say, "Don't tell this story." <laughs> no, please go on. One, tell me. Two, I want to know now. Three, Dan, four, sorry, Dan. Five. You're not. You he hasn't got it. He said, "Oh God, is that a no though?" Is that a no? Dan, no. I'll I'll sen- I'll censor I'll censor the story. Just you know your your best memory of Dan Padgett. This this is this is you know. I mean, my best memory of Dan Padgett is obviously meeting the boy because he's obviously <laughs> lovely. Um, but I think the first time I properly <laughs> he said don't. <laughs> oh no, he's such a killjoy. I'll just I'll do the the, the PC version, version of the story. So. The first time I met him, I think officially was at Critical Barbecue. And oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember I was like quite nervous to meet him, to be fair. I'm always nervous, like meeting new people just because like that's just what I'm like. And obviously, you know, he was really cool and everything and we got on well. So that was great. And then I remember we obviously like met up in the smoking area and then we went our separate ways for a little bit. And then um, next time I saw Dan, he was quite intoxicated and I was like yo man you good and he was like pretty fucked up but like we were all pretty fucked to be fair but like I was on more of a level like you know I knew what was going on sort of thing <laughs> and uh it was just funny because obviously I just met him and shit and then yeah ended up hanging out with him afterwards because me and me and uh Claudia were like shit we need to make sure Dan gets home safe oh. because good individual we're not sure that that's gonna happen on its own uh but yeah that was that was the best memory because it was just really funny to be fair do do you know what in in relation to me and you i think that's the first time we ever spoke was that evening because you called me up that evening (laughs) yeah because i was actually with dan at this barbecue i was the one who convinced dan to come along because he was dan was you were at home and and we were all gone to the critical barbecue and obviously he was like oh i want to go and then and then yeah you like we, i left and he stayed and then i got a phone call off of you at like i don't know like 12 o'clock something like that when the rave had ended and you were like where's dan supposed to be or like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's because he got he told me that he was staying in a hotel or something with someone called peter and i was like <laughs> oh that's pete so I rang you up and you were like, I'm in Brighton. I was like, oh shit. Uh, I'm confused now. Because obviously I was quite fucked myself. So I was like, shit, I don't know what to do now. But it all worked out. It, it, yeah, all, it all, all, all ended well. Dan managed to make it back home. Uh... I mean, we've all been there. I've been there. I was like that at fucking Brighton the other month. Literally, I was way too fucked. You were, yeah, you were, pretty, you were, you were pretty smashed. I tell you what, I've got, I've got a good, I've got a good Dan Padgett story. Dan Padgett actually rang me up. Uh, it must have been like two or three o'clock in the morning. Uh, some ra- it was some random weekend, and he just calls me up and he's like, "Pete, where's the, where's the key for the Airbnb?" 
uh, and I was like, I, I got, I was like, I was, a, I'd been asleep, and I got up, and he was like, "Where's the key for the Airbnb?" And I was like, "What? Like what?" I was like, "I, I, I, he, I was like, have I got an event on right now? Like, is Dan supposed? <laughs> am I supposed to be like helping Dan out?" Uh, it transpired that there was no event at all uh, happening. Dan uh, was actually outside someone's flat who he didn't know who it was trying to get in with a key that he didn't realise he had, thinking that it, <laughs> he was actually finished at the end of an overview night. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. I think he actually phoned up, I think he phoned up me, uh, Felix Objective, and his agent that night, and we were all quite, uh, we were all quite like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Um, sorry, Dan. I mean, sorry, Dan, sorry. we've all been there, man. Literally, we've been there. I know uh, Felix Objective has a horrible story about me as well, so it's all good. We've been there. Maybe, maybe, I sh- maybe we should just turn this this uh, this whole podcast show into like, shall we? Can we dish dirt on on people and like really em- embarrass I mean, them? Fucking hell! Yeah, literally, I could. This is too much. I know it's too much about me as well, so I'll just rather not. <laughs> yeah, I probably would be. We I'd should play could. LSD on that note. LSD. I, I. Do you know what? I was actually gonna. I was gonna ask you a question. You. You don't have to answer me, but obviously the title track is LSD. Uh, have you Have you had much experience with with uh, LSD? Do you have any like? sort of good stories behind it or do you have any sort of like relationship with with LSD? <laughs> yeah, I took it when I was 16, 17, 17 I think. I took I yeah, I went to this is the stupidest thing ever. Like everyone that does it will know that this is the worst thing ever. So I went to a house party and did it for the first time. And obviously that's like the worst environment to ever do shit like that and um yeah to be fair it was like intense as fuck and i think the the environment i was in just made it so much worse but when i was like you know away from that and we did go on a trek through the woods because this person's house was by the woods like that was a lot nicer but yeah i don't know i think from that's my first experience with anything on that level and i think that sort of told me that i'm not ready for that shit so I'm just gonna stick to the usual rave things, like <laughs> right, beers. Beers, beers are good for me. Just beers. The, the the ones that are legal and we're allowed to talk about. I don't know if uh, I don't know if this will get flagged up by some sort of Zuckerberg will be on our case. So you, so, well, literally, yeah. So so you haven't um you haven't done any any psychedelics other than other than that. Was that the one time? Mm, not since <laughs> not properly since that. I mean. I've I've dabbled here and there, but not like to like a crazy extent. Um, but I mean, I think it's really cool. Like, I think it's amazing what it can do for people, and people are using it for like medicinal reasons. I think that's really cool. Again, I think you need to be of a certain character or like have a really strong mental uh, mental faculty to do those things. And I am smart enough to realise that I don't have that yet. So I just yeah haven't dabbled since really. I mean, uh, you've the, got to be quite strong of the mind, don't you? I mean, you. I think you do, but I think the the other thing as well is kind of like, you know, like you're saying with your experience the first time round where you weren't in uh, a really safe sort of setting, and and that's what they talk a lot about in it, like set and setting, and actually kind of 
being in a comfortable environment and being with with people that you trust maybe being with someone that's actually experienced in 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 having done it because it is quite a it is quite a powerful and can be quite an overwhelming experience uh but if it if it's done in a in a sort of like controlled and, and a good environment it can be really uh beneficial um or you're able to handle it i think is like maybe the maybe the thing i think being surrounded by the right people and shit is a big factor in like going on your journey or whatever and i just i wasn't i don't think so yeah i think that was the problem and obviously like when you're at a house party everyone's on different shit anyway and like people are steaming or doing this doing that and when they find out that people are doing you know psychedelics the first thing people want to do is come up to you and try and freak you out (laughs) just leave me alone leave me alone you know you have people coming up behind you making like weird noises and shit like that yeah people uh people are not the best experience no people are people are naughty like that um did did why why was why why the why the lsd why was the track actually called lsd was it just because of the sample or (laughs) uh uh, yeah it literally is because of the sample i think the sample yeah i mean it's instrumental to the song and i think it came it was either i think it was like very early on in the song that it's sort of the whole drop you know was surrounding that so it just made sense didn't it really i'm not advocating everyone to start doing lsd though because i've had a few messages and comments since that tune has come out on skank and bass people saying like yeah man i'm gonna do some lsd i'm like not because the tune only if you really want to (laughs) <laughs> we, 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 we've actually in the space of uh a few months we've had uh acid and now we've got lsd like and and, and you know what they actually mix really well together as well so you know go no, i've not mixed them to be fair go try what do you mean like the tunes or the tunes yeah yeah lsd and acid the right, tunes right. yeah that's, you... that's what yeah, i'm talking yeah. about i was a bit confused just then that's not... cool. I've never tried that. But it's like people people might think overview has an agenda now. You never know. I mean I am trying to push drugs on people and you know, basically <laughs> like Buy not... drugs and buy tickets to my event. <laughs> no, to be to be honest, like I think that the Oh yeah, it's a difficult it's a difficult subject, but I do think that and especially with being in the rave scene as well, like we are very much surrounded by um by a lot of drugs. Like it's it's kind of very much a part of the culture um i would never i would never advocate people to to do things that to do things dangerously i think if people people should you know we're we're all adults we're all we're all you know reasonable individuals i think that if you want to try something that you should you know should be allowed to um i think you just have to have doing res- the safe settings and yeah have, i think i just have like have respect for for those things and uh understand the 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 potential risks um and but i i think it's i think these are i actually think it's a, something that needs to be spoken more about i mean to be honest with you i i personally do think psychedelics as as a as a drug or as a, as a set of drugs i think are actually a side of 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 research that there's a lot of really promising stuff uh sort of like coming out of it and i think a lot of benefits 
actually very oh, yeah. much very much outweighing the 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 cons of it um yeah 100 percent you know, I think you know if you look at you know take take alcohol for instance. Sorry, if, sorry if we this is now turned into uh, into it like, a, like a Joe Rogan podcast. I, I mean, this is what the this is what I want this thing to be. To be honest with you, we can talk <laughs> yeah. about some serious issues with uh, with DMB heads who have no idea what they're talking about. I mean, maybe I you know I have I have some sort of uh, I don't know. I've you know I've I've taken drugs before in my life. Uh, you know, I'm not ashamed to admit that, and I know that. Some people, you know, it, it's a very difficult subject that people don't always want to. You know, it's a bit of a you can't talk about it, or people will talk about it to their friends, but to talk about it publicly, I think, is very, uh, it's a very different sort of thing. And obviously, there's a lot of shame surrounding it, a lot of judge, a lot of people judgmental of it. I think, I think that's yeah, a certain thing. I think that's the big thing with with something like psychedelics is there's a lot of there's been so much misinformation and so much misunderstanding of it that it's yeah there's obviously this kind of like it's tainted it a bit or, or people look at it in a bad way so when you sort of talk about these things people might uh yeah get a certain impression of you um but you know yeah, for, you know for, for me personally like i've had some um some very sort of like fulfilling uh experiences uh doing it um and i feel like I, I don't know. I, I do think that it, it should be something that everyone should sort of uh, maybe try once uh, and, you know, to kind of like lift the veil of uh, of reality to be like, oh, oh, shut, oh shit, you know, because, um, it, yeah, it's really, it, I, I find it very interesting anyway. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, I reckon we should play the tune of the moment. You reckon so? And then I can go to the toilet. Okay, I tell you what. Well, uh, let me get this out. You're n- you're not going to be able to hear hear it. Oh, dear, that came up right in front of uh, the screen. I've got to make sure I play the right version. Yes, <laughs> not your least favourite version. Not my least favourite version. Uh, I'm actually going to bowl off for two secs. Do you reckon you could just like? Uh, Actually, you shouldn't be able to hear it. All right, so I, I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a song for you right now because um, yeah, we're gonna play the title track because Dom needs to run off for a wee. Uh, this is LSD by Dom Operate.
He's off again. He's off again. <laughs> what are you get? What are you getting? Yeah, I'm getting my blower. I need to. I need to check my Facebook. Uh, need to check the old Instagram. Uh, is is there anything like interesting you can tell us about this about this song? Like, how did it? Where did? How did it come about? How did you? Was it just? Was it after anything? I don't know. Can you, is there any? Is there any backstory? Um, there's nothing like super crazy or anything. I remember I was just fucking about with some new sounds and shit, and it was very early on in lockdown, and I was experimenting with like new synths and sort of like sound design. And I remember I was like on and off playing. Um, so I just got into Warzone, and I was playing with T95, and I made this sound. And I think I already had a tune that had the same like drum kit as LSD, like the whole drum loop and everything. So just put in the sound and I was like, holy fuck, this is heavy. And I was like, shit, what can I put in after that to like carry on the vibe? And then obviously, you know, who loves the Reese? <laughs> uh, so I put a couple of them in after and yeah, it was, it was totally by accident. There was no really going into it like oh, I'm gonna try and make this today it just sort of happened and I was really pleased with the results because it's not often you sort of jump on with no real intention and make something that will be like a really you know hopefully popular tune oh it, so, yeah, already, it, it already is really. it, it already is like I think it's uh I think I definitely think it's been one of the one of the, I think it's been one of the kind of like most sought after things we've put out this year, potentially at the mo- like so far. I think in terms of like a lot of people know it, and it's been you know it's been played quite a few places, and there seems to be quite a good sort of like hype, uh, you know, around people wanting it. I guess. Um, yeah, I think it's just come kind, of, kind of really aggressive, but like different at the same time. So. It's not jump up, but it's not minimal. It's sort of sitting somewhere weirdly in the middle. It's minimal jump up. Um, but it, yeah, <laughs> it definitely, it definitely has it fits in that weird void between the two. Yeah, no, I th- uh, but that's that's the void that we like. I like that void. I like jump up. I like minimal. Perfect. Put them together. Perfect. Uh, Squashy, Squashy asks, uh, can you play the Toxic X Britney Spears uh, version of Toxic? Mate, <laughs> fucking go ahead. Absolute banger. I don't, I don't, I still don't have it. You still haven't sent it to me. I'm still so upset about that. I have, I have sent it to you. No, you haven't. Shut up. I've not sent it to you. 
okay. I didn't even know there was a. I didn't even know there was a playable copy to be able to send out. I made. I made. I made a finished version, and then I played it at the overview night. And do you know what? I don't even oh. remember you playing. I don't even remember you playing it. I remember I wanted to play it, but at that point it was like some weird bit of the night where everyone like fucked off that I knew. Um, it was during the set. I think Ollie was the only person like behind the decks or near the decks sort of thing. Wait, hang on. I'll send it to you now. Yeah, do it. I, I actually, I actually want to, I actually want to hear this myself. So. I wonder if I can drop it straight into Messenger. Yeah, just. No, I, can't. I know. Can you do that? Uh, you can usually send files. Oh yeah, I'll attach it as a thingy. Attach it as a thingy, professional. Yeah, this is this has been a long time coming. To be fair. I know. I've been on your case for. Uh... That's what happens when you have no shows, you have no inspiration to fucking finish <laughs> shit in lockdown. You just want to make meme tunes. Yeah, literally. Oh, uh, which one is it? Oh yeah, here we go. Right, I've graced you with Operate Brizzle Toxic featuring... I mean, she begged to jump on this tune, Britney Spears. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was really surprising. Her Her management were just like just really insistent uh you know we're just they we were leave us alone would they i was a bit like oh, is she you know is she big enough should we really be working with someone uh like her i mean she had a bit of a like pr nightmare didn't she oh uh i can't <laughs> i can't download that oh i see i can play okay. i can to be honest oh, I, can, right. I can play it on the i can play it on the browser which is which will be which will be enough for now. Uh, yeah, that do that. Hopefully, it's not gonna be too loud. All right, here we go. This is this is this is a world exclusive right now. For everyone that wanted it. Ha 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 
Wow. I have to admit, that is quite impressive. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, wow, okay, like, thank, thank you so much for that. You're gonna have to send me a proper, uh, you have to send me a proper f f copy of that, because I, I definitely want to, I'm definitely gonna play that. For the right sum. <laughs> for the right sum. Should we do we should do it as a hype edit free download. I reckon that will I reckon it will do really well. Do you think it would? <laughs> with that, I mean with, I'm open to it. I, you should we'll do it we'll do it on your page. I reckon I reckon yeah, people I, I don't wanna get cancelled though. I, I don't think you get cancelled. I, I I don't know whether or not like I mean it's it's free, it's a free download, do you know? I, and and to be fair with you, that's a, that's a little bit beggy. That's a little bit trying to like get uh, get follows and likes yeah. and that. Uh, yeah, amazing. Well, I see what I think we'll um, we'll look to like wrap this up because I've got to go. I've got to go have some dinner, and I don't want to keep you too much longer. We've been we've been going a good good hour and a quarter, so good session. Um, no, bad. thank you, thank you so much for uh, for doing this today. Thank you so much for the LSDEP. Uh, obviously for anyone that didn't know that's going to be out tonight at midnight it's actually going to be out in, in a number of hours uh, it's already out in New Zealand, anyone in New Zealand can already go and stream it if you're in New Zealand they have been streaming and bigging it up so they have been, big, so to you, man. big up to the Kiwi crew uh, so yeah if anyone wants to grab that, that is going to be out midnight tonight uh, or, or tomorrow in UK terms uh, and that's going to be out on Beatport uh, it's, got the, it's got collabs with Javion uh, with Degs and Dusky, the amazing Diamonds, as well as LSD and Two Face as well, uh, another track on there. So really great body of work. Please, please go and support that if you can. Go give Operate a follow and a share and a like. Where where can we find you, Dom? What's your what's your handles? Uh, Operate UK on Instagram and Operate. D&B on SoundCloud, I think it is. Uh, yeah, those are the two big ones. So go follow, go follow that. Um, any any final, any final thoughts? Any anybody you'd like to to thank? Anything you'd like to say? Anyone you'd like to just cuss? Uh, now's now's your time. Um, obviously, big up everyone supporting the EP. I hope you will enjoy it and buy that shit. And I hope we get to number one, otherwise I'll be really sad. And then big up to Dusky and Degs for fitting me into their very busy schedules. Because yeah, uh, they came guys. back with the vocals really fucking quick, to be fair. Considering like what you know they've got going on at the moment. So super appreciative of that. And um, uh, Javen as well. Obviously, fucking a talented vocalist, like really sick. Um, I'm glad he wanted to work with me. That was obviously really like amazing. The tune's sick, so I'm happy that all came together. And big up both of you. Pow pow. Pow pow blah, blah. pow. All right, we'll leave it there then. Uh, big up for anyone that's been watching. Uh, thank you to you, Dom. And we'll catch everyone again very soon. And I'll speak to you again very soon, Dummy. Yeah, boy. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>